You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And here we go. Coming to you one last time from the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., welcoming you to this episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Coming up on today's show, we will hear from Russell Westbrook, Billy Donovan, and Sam Presti. Billy will talk about the stability of the Oklahoma City Thunder roster. We'll discuss about how instable or unstable that roster is and about how the coaching staff could see some major changes coming up this year. Also, we'll talk about the Supermax. Clay Thompson not getting a Supermax because he was not voted All-NBA. And if you're a player... Do you take the Supermax or do you or do you go play for rings? What do you what do you value more as a player? Essentially your freedom or the idea to make as much money as possible. Oklahoma City also voted one of the best basketball cities in America. And we'll talk about Russell Westbrook out on the West Coast right now, living his absolute best life. I'm Eric G. I work for Maven, and if you would like to check out the channel I host for Maven.io, go to basketballmaven.io slash thunder, and you can see Thunder Maven. Also, if you like this podcast, which of course I hope you do because you're listening to it, then go to Himalaya and download the app to your phone. Actually, don't go to Himalaya. Go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and download Himalaya to your phone. It's free. It's super easy to use, and it has every single podcast you love. It'll curate a playlist for you, and when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. Finally, today's show being brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. Since we last spoke to you, there has been a lot happening with the Oklahoma City Thunder. First, I think we should congratulate both Russell Westbrook and Paul George that while they're currently on their surgery recovery tour, Paul George was named first team All-NBA for the first time in his career, and Russell Westbrook was named third team All-NBA. And this is the first time since Russell Westbrook's MVP season, the 2016-2017 season, that the Thunder have had a person or had a player that has been named All-NBA or first-team All-NBA. And this is the first time in Paul George's career that he has been named first-team All-NBA. So a long time coming for Paul George and for Russell Westbrook. Certainly all the individual numbers that he's been racking up are not going unnoticed by NBA voters as he was named third-team All-NBA. So you average a triple-double three straight years, you're ultimately going to get rewarded for it, even if you're not going to be a, a, a finalist for the MVP because you've seen your numbers drop in some key areas. Most impressive about all this is this is the 10th straight season that the Thunder have had at least one player named to the All-NBA team. Now, if you are a cynic, if you are a glasses-half-full type person, you're going to say the Thunder don't have anything to show for it. Last time they were in the NBA Finals, they were ahead three games to one. Blew that lead. They haven't won an NBA championship. Come on. What do they got? You've got all these guys who have been named All-NBA 
And the only thing you can talk about right now is making runs to the playoffs and getting knocked out in the first round. Well, I'm going to take the opposite side of that and say, one, at least the Thunder have superstars. At least the Thunder remain relevant in a good way because, quite frankly, I worked with a lot of people a few years ago. All right, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but some people that I worked with a few years ago, and I won't name them on this podcast because, look, they're more than entitled to their opinion, but I do feel that there was a group that that I worked with back at the old place where they would have preferred the Thunder be the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, maybe I'm talking crazy here and they might say I'm crazy, which is fair. Look, I'm good with that. But I think there was this overwhelming desire or this is there is this overwhelming desire for some people who cover the Thunder and maybe for some Thunder fans, although I can't imagine a lot, that would like to see the Thunder be exactly where the Lakers are right now, which is in Dallas Cowboys land, which means you're not relevant. In no way, shape, or form are you really relevant to the conversation going on in the NBA right now for the exception of all the drama that is taking place. And because that drama is so tantalizing, it's so juicy, we're going to watch and we're going to talk about it. Plus, because you don't have an NBA final series or an NBA final series starting till Thursday, you got to find some way to fill Sports Center. Personally, me, I don't ever want the Thunder to be like that. If the national media isn't talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder, I'm cool with it as long as the Thunder are giving me a great product to go watch every year and I have the sense that they're going to win. The other reason I don't want you to talk about the Thunder all that much is usually that means there's a lot of turnover. And while I have been a guy that has voiced that there needs to be some definite changes inside the organization, either with personnel or philosophy, You also know that I am a big believer in continuity and that ultimately I believe that continuity wins out in the end. It's sort of that slow and steady wins the race kind of mentality, which is exactly what Sam Presti has. But Sam Presti is finding himself in a bit of a crossroads here because you can maintain that slow and steady wins the race kind of attitude to not overreact and to not make decisions based on what happened since the All-Star break and take the season in its totality, or you can make decisions about the end result and figure out how to make this team a a team that we believe can play in the Western Conference Finals this next season. And it's not easy because you've wanted to give Billy Donovan continuity. You did. You can't blame Billy Donovan or anybody else for Paul George getting hurt, and that certainly ripped the Band-Aid off, or at least pulled the curtain back far enough where we could see what all the Thunder's ailments were. There wasn't anything masking them at this point. That's where we know that the changes need to be made. Also, there is a good chance that this coaching staff may have some turnover as well. Bob Byer may find himself in Sacramento coaching with Luke Walton and the Kings, which I think would be a very good situation for him. Mark Bryant, I'd hate to see him leave because of all the work that he has he has done with the big guys here. I'd hate to see him go to Phoenix, but there's a chance he could go out with Monty Williams. And Billy Donovan may very well be right back where he was in year two and year three as the Thunder coach where you're looking at 
almost a brand new staff where you're look, looking at least a couple of guys coming in and you may be looking like a you may have a very drastically different roster and I can't think that for Billy Donovan that that's going to calm him down any or instill as much confidence as you would like but as far as those roster changes go as far as the continuity goes and and how much that helped Billy Donovan get his message across to players here's what he had to say in his exit interview um, you know, it was it was a little bit different. You know, obviously your team's always going to change. You know, from year to year. I don't know. You know, that maybe there's there's certain situations where you have actually your top, you know, eight or nine guys come back every year. Um, so it is a little bit different. But um, you know, I think Paul having his free agency put behind him and kind of you know planting his feet here, so to speak. Um, you know, Stephen being back, I think Jeremy probably getting in a more solidified role this year than maybe he had been in the last couple of years because. You know, when he first got here, he played the three and the four. Last year, he played the five for us. You know, I think this year is pretty much a, a consistent, uh, you know, him playing the power forward spot um, and starting the season coming off the bench and then and then starting it. Um, you know, obviously, the, the Alex and the Andre situation would have given us maybe a little bit more continuity in that. But I think there's always, you know, influx, so, uh, flux you know, situations, um, you know, from year to year, and then there's injuries and different things that occurred during the season. So, um, you know, it's it was different than, than last year, you know, so to speak, yes. Billy, the, the Thunder obviously in the season picked up your option for next year. It's the last year of your contract. Do you anticipate being back next year, and, and do you expect to talk about beyond that? Same. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, for me, it's just kind of like, you know, business as usual. Um, you know, Sam and I had a chance to, to, to visit uh, a little bit on the plane yesterday on the way back, just talking about the next couple days and getting together. So I'm sure he and I will get a chance to sit down as some of this stuff slows down and, and, and talk in more detail and look forward to that. But for me, it's just, okay, you know, handling uh, our players uh, today and the team today and, you know, giving them some, some things to, to think about going into the offseason, most importantly, where we can get better and where we can improve. What were some of those things that you had the chance to maybe think about and impart to, to some of these guys as they head out? Yeah, I'd rather just keep that between us and them, you know. But, um, you know, just I think, you know, where we maybe can get better collectively as a team and where we can get better individually. I think some of the things that we had talked about even coming out of last year was the defense. You know, I thought when Andre went down, I think we had talked about, you know, our defense had really kind of suffered there once he was out uh, towards the end of uh, January. And then I think what we ended up doing was trying to, figure out a way to be better defensively. And I thought for the most part this year we were. You know, we, we did some good things um, and we were better than, than than we were maybe at that point when we closed out the season a year ago. When I hear Billy Donovan speak in that exit interview and I think about all the rumors that came up with Michigan, I listen a little bit closer to Billy Donovan. And when I think that he may have to Bring in a couple of more coaches this year, which I guess in that business, you should really expect that. It's a transient business. And when I think that the roster could potentially look drastically different again for him, which again, in this business, you should expect because players are transient just as well as coaches are. I, I can see where he might say it's enough. And I'm going to go, I'm going to try and find something maybe a little bit more stable, sit out a couple of years, see if there's another situation. It would make total sense to me. But I also get the feeling that Billy Donovan is, is committed enough to this team 
that he wants the challenge of trying to turn things around. And when we listen to Sam Presti coming up in the next segment, um, he'll talk a lot about you know keep he, how he feels. The best way to keep winning is to keep these guys together. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Hey, don't forget, go to your uh, smartphone, go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and download Himalaya, like the mountains, Himalaya. And remember, it's free. It's super easy to use. It has every podcast you've been looking for. That's Himalaya. Download it to your phone. And when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, we'll talk about Supermax versus Freedom. What would you value as a player? I'll tell you what I would value as a player. We'll get into that. Plus, we'll hear from Sam Presti. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Want to thank Grip Six Belts. That's right, Grip Six Belts for bringing you this show today. Grip Six is awesome. If you've not checked them out, they are ultra lightweight. They've got no holes, no flap, and it is an excellent Father's Day gift. Just go to gripsix.com. That's grip the number six.com and use the promo code LOCK, which is L O C K E. And you'll get a special offer from Grip6 off your first belt. And the belt buckles look fantastic. That's grip6.com slash locked. And take advantage of the specials that we've got via the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Eric G. Uh, we're going to take tomorrow off. Uh, we have some business to take care of. We will double up on Thursday. We'll also double up on Friday. We're going to have the opportunity uh, to knock out at least two podcasts those days. So be listening. We'll also hit you with one on Saturday. I There is an announcement coming up. And we're smoothing some things out here at Locked On, uh, which is one of the reasons, the big announcements, one of the reasons why I've cut back to just doing Locked On Thunder. Um, and I'm no longer doing Locked On Sooners. But we'll have an announcement. We'll take care of that coming up here in the coming days. So hopefully you'll be as excited about it as I am. With that, and I almost feel like enough said with that, let's jump into the topic of the Supermaxes. And look, I actually feel bad for Clay Thompson. And normally, I don't feel bad for superstar athletes, especially ones that play for Golden State. But when you don't get voted All-NBA and you lose $30 million that you could make, that sucks. And I don't ever root for anyone to make less money. In fact, I'm the guy that when it comes to the Supermax versus doing what Kevin Durant did, which is walking to play for a championship, I'm going to take the Supermax always. Even if I'm playing on a team that's not that good. Give me the money. Give me the money. Rings are great, but they don't buy a house. Just J Jalen Rose essentially said the same thing. I know the quote's wrong, but that's what Jalen Rose said. And what my perspective on it comes from this, and I've said this before, once I became a father and I started realizing how much money it cost, to just clothe, feed, gas, you know, bills, etc. Yeah, I want the money. You could never have enough money to feel secure. 
Okay, unless maybe you're Donald Trump, unless maybe you're, you know, uh, Bloomberg, Mike Bloomberg or Jerry Jones or or Clay Bennett. And I'm not, look, and I would bet you that even those guys, to a certain extent, don't feel secure. So me, I would take the Supermax. Now, I understand the freedom. And I understand why a guy like Kevin Durant would walk. And essentially, the, the whole purpose of this, this article was that the Supermax are working just not the way the fans wanted because particularly fans in small market wanted there to be enough money that a guy like Kevin Durant couldn't walk. But because these guys value, here's what players value today. They value, yes, they value money. And yes, I agree with Barry Trammell that if, if we are going to take into consideration that a player could possibly lose an, ex- an exorbitant amount of money on these teams, I agree that the media shouldn't be voting on them. Let the players vote on them. Because then once you lose that money, because you don't make All-NBA like Clay Thompson, then instead of being mad at guys like me, you can turn around and be mad at the guys that you're playing against on a night-to-night basis. And you you can you can have that talk with them one on one with me i mean shutting me out not giving me quotes i don't think that does you any good but seriously talking to players and because they seem to have each other's back and because they would be forced to make some tough decisions i'm all for it but let's get back to the original point here and that is what happens with players what they value today more than that money as i digressed is that players want to be the topic of conversation. They want to they want to be the guys you're talking about on the debate show. So that means that essentially what is going to happen is that in order to be the topic of that conversation, you've got to win championships. So you can't get your ego fed unless you're winning championships. And because we put a higher price on championships than anything else and a lot of things we talk about in the sports talk business, Guys can turn their back on the Supermax very easy, and then they can go off, and they can win championships, and then they can get treated um, like the gods that they want to be. That's essentially what it all comes down to. Hey, I want to be talked about on a debate show, so I need to turn down the Supermax, and I need to go... I need to go play for the Golden State Warriors because that's the quickest way to a championship, Kevin Durant. When it comes to the Oklahoma City Thunder... The biggest thing you've got to worry about now if you're Sam Presti is whether or not there's an overall air of accountability on this team. And how much are you holding yourself accountable and Billy Donovan and the players? And does that accountability now factor in to you putting guys in different cities because you're making trades? Hey, I'm holding you accountable. You didn't get things done in the second half. You didn't perform the way I wanted to. So now I've got to trade you. You may like it here but i got to send you someplace else. Here is Sam Presti from his exit interview talking about just that, accountability. Do you feel like there's a, a strong culture of accountability here? Uh, and, and, it, and if not, is it something you would want to discuss? Yeah, so, I mean, I think every coach has their own voice. Every coach has their own um, <laughs> style. Um, and, you know, uh, I don't know everything that, that Dennis said, um, but at the end of the day, you know, Billy's in charge of what takes place on the floor and ultimately charting the path as to, you know, what's going to get the best performance out of the team. Um, clearly, like, um, there are times where we're playing at an extremely high level, 70% of the year. Um, 
and he was obviously hitting the right buttons and um, you know you weren't you weren't not you specifically but th those questions weren't being being asked um, but you lose in the first round and as I said before everything gets magnified that's part of it and so we'll sit down and these are these are some of the things that like when when you sit down with a coach you want to hear like what do you think how can we get better uh, what do you think about the team um, uh, you know how did we get how do we go into off the last season excuse me off season into season laying out those goals and hitting them you know I think the big question for us is we established this level and this standard uh, coming in something was different we have the baseline to measure and like I just think understanding what that is not saying um, you know uh, specifically like okay like um, individually but as a group because everything touches that stuff um, and I, no one's better to have that opinion or that I want to hear than Billy's because he's you know he's the person that's managing that on a, on a regular basis kind of you know and, and dealing with the group and he's he's done a really good job while he's been here so I'd like to hear that and um, uh, you know figure out what we're going to do you know how he feels about uh, mapping out a plan to maybe you know sustain it through the season that is Sam Presti from his exit interview talking about Billy Donovan and reference to Dennis Schroeder saying that Billy Donovan maybe listens to players a, a little bit too much but accountability all the way around that is the big word going around Oklahoma City right now and we'll find out just how far that accountability stretches and whether or not ultimately it means that some guys will have to sacrifice by playing in new cities, whether they will sacrifice with jobs, etc. All that's still yet to be determined with Oklahoma City. Coming up next, Russell Westbrook's living his best life, and he doesn't care what you think. It's all right here on Locked on Thunder. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your phone. All you got to do is go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. It's free, it's super easy to use, and it has every single podcast you want. That's the Himalaya app, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's show being brought to you in part by Untuck It. Don't be like me. Don't be lame and, and try and, and, and use your regular dress shirt to untuck to look cool. No. Go to Untuck It. And I'd like to thank them for sponsoring Locked On Thunder today. And if you're looking for a great Father's Day idea, their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. Looks great on a date. Looks great when you're going into work in a business meeting. It's fantastic, and they look awesome with blazers. Seen dudes pull these off with blazers. They look fantastic. Go to untuckit.com, use the promo code NBA, and get 20% off your next purchase. Finishing up on the Locked On Thunder podcast, I am Eric G. Thanks to Hotels.com, Untuckit. Grip Six and uh, Himalaya for all being major sponsors of the Locked On Podcast Network. Russell Westbrook out in Los Angeles living his best life now, or at least out in California. I'm assuming he's in LA, hanging out with LeBron James and Chris Paul and smoking cigars, playing poker with Tiger Woods and beating Tiger. Find the ESPN. Go to ESPN's Twitter feed. They've got the video where you can see Tiger, and this was a Tiger's charity event, by the way. You're beating the host there. But, but that, look, that may be the most Russell thing to do is when somebody hosts a charity event, Russell Westbrook then beats them at that charity event. 
Like, only Russell Westbrook can get away with that, and nobody's going to get mad about it. But if you watch these guys playing Texas Hold'em, I think Tiger had an ace and a king. Russ had a queen and... Maybe it was a queen and king? I can't remember exactly what Russ... No, Russ had a pair of queens. Russ had a pair of queens, and I think Tiger had an ace and a king. And on the flop, Tiger got the ace to make a pair, but Russ ended up getting another queen. Three of a kind beats a pair. Thus, Russell Westbrook takes down Tiger Woods. And Russ, like always, working on something that he can always get better at. But it's just further proof. If you watch him hanging out with LeBron James... Russ just doesn't care what you think. Russ is going to live his life to the fullest. Consequences be damned. Well, okay, I say consequences be damned, but consequences, whatever we think about Russ, he doesn't care. The only people he truly cares about is his family, maybe his teammates, and possibly management. And when it comes to Russ working on things to get better at, well, this gives us a little bit of an opportunity to revisit. Here's what Russ had to say during his exit interview about what he wants to improve over the offseason. Everything, I always tell you that because I know I can do everything at a high level. Uh, so I always find ways to make sure that I'm able to do that. And that's one thing about me is that, and I think a lot of times, whether it's you guys or whoever it is, people across the world, when you do so much, you got so much shit you're doing throughout the game, whether it's defending, rebounding, passing. Um, Used to be conversations of I was a ball hog, but now, now I lead the league in assists for the past three years or whatever it is. That's getting squashed out. So now, the conversations about shooting. Next year, I'm gonna become a better shooter. After that, it'd be probably fuck. My left foot is bigger than my right one. Who knows? But to me, that's the that's why I, I know that when you do so much with the game got so much impact on the game, uh, I expect a lot out of myself, uh, put a lot of pressure on myself to become uh, a very, very great player because I know that I'm able to do so much uh, throughout a game to impact the game, impact winning. So that's why, back to your point, I don't really care what people say, uh, what they think about me uh, because it doesn't really matter. I know what I'm able to do and know what I'm able to do at a high level every night and nobody else can do what I can do on a night in night out basis. And I truly believe that if they could, I'm pretty sure they would. But I know for a fact that nobody can. Do you think it's kind of strange that you get criticized as much as you do given no. how much you <coughs> I don't, man. When you when you do so much at a high level, a lot of haters come. That's how life is, man. <laughs> it's life. That's life, man. When you when you do so much people gonna try to pull take away and try to take that away from you. But nobody can take away from me. I've been blessed and um, I stay prayful, stay thankful um, to be able to, to do what I'm able to do. And nobody can ever take that away from me, regardless of what it is, how many stories are written, how many stats are put up, how many numbers are put up. It doesn't matter. I, I take too much pride, time, effort to be able to go out uh, and compete and play hard every night. My body on the line can't take it away from me. If there's one thing you need to take away from this podcast today, that is Russell Westbrook can do everything at a high level. Play poker, smoke cigars, wear clothes, design clothes, and then, of course, play basketball. And it really is his world 
and we're all just lucky to be living in it. And I don't say that sarcastically or even defeat us. It's just something that I have come to accept that it is Russell Westbrook's world to own. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back on Thursday. Until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.